<laughs> that last sentence is brutal as fuck. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Eye of the Watchers podcast, where we're giving you all the support and insight you need to get hyped about League of Legends esports. I am Sam, aka Just Casual. Here I have with me Manny, aka Manster. Hello. How's hey. it going? Good, good, good. Uh, I'm super excited about this. We're going to try something a little different, or we're going to actually reply to an article that Riot has put out. So there's an author, Kian Lam. I think that's how you say his name. He put out an article on the LOL Esports website called 10 Thoughts NALCS Spring 2018, basically talking about now that we've pretty much reached the halfway point, his thoughts about the strengths and weaknesses of the teams. So just starting in order by ranking slash alphabetical order, we have number one, Echo Fox, who is nine and one right now. And he says, focus on their mid game. The mid game is usually centered around proper wave manipulation. If you can safely control the waves, then you open more opportunities to pick off opponents, either the rotator or engaging on whoever's left behind to defend mid lane, for example. It's pretty hard to just brute force an objective in the mid game otherwise. Fox needs to play this phase out with some more patience. They seem intent on trying to force a surrender at 20. They did almost they did almost accomplish it against C9 though, with how hard they camped top. At least Licorice's Lucian got to spend a lot of time with his wife over the weekend, thanks to Dardock and Hooney sending him to the grave so much. Fox truly is family first. So what are your thoughts on this one, Manny? <laughs> that last sentence is brutal. <laughs> Um, so also real quick, I, I do think that he writes these, um, whoops, I, he writes these like once a week, but mm-hmm. I think for the midway point, it's a really good thing. I, I mean, we've, we've even talked to, to this, uh, with this about with Rhino to mm-hmm. this about with Rhino. I don't know. <laughs> Grammar's hard. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rhino spoke about this. There we go. Easier. Uh, I mean, it's true, right? Like, I think one of their big things is that they just don't have, like, this face of uh, just pure, like, they're just pure aggression, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, we're gonna fucking destroy everyone. And they have, right? Um, And if they don't win the early game, they win the late game, right? And that's how they win those these games. It never really seems to be, oh, mid game was great. Uh, so I do see what what um you know, uh, the author is talking about here, and I do agree with it. I think there are other things that they need to focus on, but I think the key word that he used is they need just patience, right? Yeah, that that calculated aggression, which has been improving throughout the weeks. But if you don't improve that enough, if you don't refine it enough, uh, you're going to bust her out of, of, of playoffs and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing, too, because I feel like Echo Fox is so far ahead of everyone else in their competition. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Cloud9, or probably not Cloud9. They're probably pretty close and best of threes will be different in playoffs and stuff like that. Uh, they just get away with it because they're just better, just period, like all around the board. They're just better as a team and they make these outplays, even though they call like a 40% bearing call that they have a disadvantage to, but they're so decisive and they just go and they just brute force it. It works. And what I'm scared about is that they won't get any practice on not doing that because they don't get punished super hard. And then if yeah. they get to MSI or international tournaments like worlds, um, 
it's going to suck when they're like playing against a really calculated team. Like, okay, you dove us top lane with four people. That's fine because we just got dragon mid lane turret and bot lane turret. Like, okay, what did you do? And then how, when you get to the world stage, international stage, the difference between players is not that big. So you can't just brute force your way and outplay people unless you're just much, much better than them. So I don't actually know how Fox gets to like test their quote unquote patience in the NALCS right now. Yeah. I mean, I think this is, uh, I, I completely agree with you. It's the TSM effect uh, in all yeah. honesty, right? Like TSM for the past few years, uh, not including the split has just been the most dominating team. Lo and behold, like just best in every lane, just demolished every team. In best of ones, they went 17 and one. Then they destroyed, you know, like completely dominated. It reminds me a lot of like this Echo Fox. But mm-hmm. like you said, if there's no resistance, you don't know when you lose, right? They lost to COG, which is arguably one of the worst teams right now. <laughs> We're just going to ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> just ignore that and, loss. And it, exactly. If you, if, if you truly do ignore that <laughs> loss, I mean, they even were losing to TSM by 10K gold, but they just outscaled. They played the map better and ended up winning, right? Mm-hmm. And that was like their one show of like patience, but it was also just TSM not doing anything. So sure. So it, it really is like difficult. And I agree. I mean, th- I, th- I think that this is one of the issues with the t- uh, the teams that do end up going to Worlds and stuff um, in NA. Because mm-hmm. the other other regions don't have this, even though it's the same three teams every, every fucking year. You know, like Korea doesn't have this. <laughs> like SKT is still one of the best teams in the world. You know, it has been one of the best teams in the world. Like, but NA just... They don't have like that. They don't have that competition sometimes, and they just think they're the hot shit. And then they just end up, you know, the Cinderella story runs dry <laughs> when whenever they show up to international events. So it's just it's tough, man. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see this. I mean, that's why I don't know if Echo Fox is necessarily a team that's going to win the split, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to do in best of threes and. Sad thing is, when you get the playoffs, you don't get multiple series. You get one best of three, and if you mess up, you lose, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going to get the bye. I don't think any team catches up with them. I don't think they falter, and um, so it's even tougher, right? You're immediately into semis, and that means you're already like, against some, some good teams. So yep. it's going to be interesting. I agree. I think they, they need to focus on some things, but it's also like difficult when you're so far ahead. Family first as well. Family first. That man, that line. Props to him. That, that was savage as fuck. All right. For number two that we're talking about is Cloud9, who is eight and two. They say focus on Jensen. C9 got bopped in the early game against Fox last week, and Jensen still managed to pop off during team fights. I think they'll always have a shot at winning. So as long as they can get to the team fight phase without being too far behind in gold. Uh, I misread that somewhere. But anyway, C9 just needs to learn how to translate this success into the playoffs where they've floundered over or floundered for four years now. History isn't all bitter for C9, though. There is still there's also good news for longtime fans. Sneaky and Medios reunite to cast the lounge stream this week as the two like to say, prepare your be self. Prepare yourself. Uh, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Prepare your body. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but, re- reading know. these like uh words that are supposed to be like spoken almost very casually doesn't really translate well and when I um yeah. I didn't write them. <laughs> for, for for sure. Um, anyway. So I I I 
I understand where he's coming from. I think it's worded differently because I mean, he says focus on Jensen and mentions Jensen once, but then like completely like <laughs> goes off the rails in my opinion. <laughs> um, I mean, like, yeah, you need to focus on Jensen. Jensen's going to be your rock, but Jensen's not the carry right now. It's not a, a mid-centric, maybe for maybe one more week, you know, until 8.4 yeah. hits uh, <laughs> competitions because spicy one. But I, I like you, you. Yes, you need to focus on Jensen, but like they didn't lose because they didn't get Jensen a lead. You know, they, they mm-hmm. need to make sure that Licorice is ahead. So I actually don't agree that you need to be focusing on Jensen. You need to be focusing on top. Like it showed that like what happens when your top laner plays the favorable matchup that should win. But if he gets camped and goes behind, you lose the game automatically. Well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, what happened? Echo Fox did that. You lost the game automatically, right? So I think it's, it's like, yes, Jensen is a rock. Jensen's going to be continuing doing that. Sneaky's playing out of his goddamn mind. Like, Cloud9 is clearly one of the favorite teams to win the split, in all honesty, even though Echo Fox is currently in first. But mm-hmm. I don't know if Jen- necessarily Jensen is the one you need to be focusing on yeah, in, in that aspect. I'd absolutely agree with you. I mean, even if you talk about Sneaky in the past, he's just... Uh, he, who hasn't been carrying super, super hard. Like he does his job and does it fine. You know, he gets out of lane without being in a huge deficit. He does tons of damage in fights. And then sometimes he pops off Jensen, same way they give him enough attention. Anyway, he has the items. And unless he like, you know, screws up the last fight with his or something like that, like he's going to pop off as well. Licorice, even though we've talked about him being like really solid and all the doubts are pretty much silenced. Uh, I think top lane is really, really important, at least like you said, until maybe 8.4. We'll see what happens when that shakes up the meta. But top lane is super, super important right now. And Licorice is still a rookie. And we need to make, uh, yeah, I think C9 needs to make sure that he is in a good spot and doesn't fall behind. And if he gets out of the head, even better. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think even like Sven Skaren, right? Like Svenskaren's been playing out of his goddamn mind. I've I've said this before, like when people and he picked them up and people were like I don't know I don't like this pickup Sam <laughs> I was like I was like no people people are just haters and like he really is playing really good again their only two losses have been to Echo Fox the team that is just directly above them so Jensen's gonna be winning the game right but mm-hmm. right now mid is not the, the carry role mid it's not gonna be like last year where Jensen had the most kills in one split, right? Like his numbers aren't going to be inflated. He's going to win lane. He's going to go even in lane at the very worst. Like he's not going to lose lane, mm-hmm. but you, you you don't necessarily need to be focusing currently on Jensen and getting him ahead. It's like that's, that was, that was the style last year, but they haven't been playing that style at all. I, yep. I'd say. Cool. <laughs> All right, so moving on to number three, we have Clutch Gaming at six and four. Their title, Focus On, Enabling the Side Lanes. Honestly, two weeks ago, I didn't even think this team was very good. Wrong on you. <laughs> They've since rattled off four wins, and it's not just Febivin hard carrying them, though he is playing very well. They should stock up on whatever Wheaties they're eating in the morning right now. They played, <laughs> they played two nearly perfect games last weekend, and that'll... That'll continue to happen if the side lanes keep performing well. Turns out Solo is a bit better than your average Redditor's perception of him. Team Solo top may yet come to fruition. And I completely agree. I mean, I think Solo 
is very similar to licorice. I think I've said this even since the very beginning, even in power rankings, when I said clutch yeah. gaming was lower, I was like, no, but you know, I think solo is a lot better. And people are like, oh, this is just team envy with a better mid laner and like maybe in the same top lane. I was like, you, you can't, you can't tell me that solo is same as fucking Seraph. Like, <laughs> I I completely agree. I mean, they did play really good games. I mean, they completely demolished TSM, which I mean, at this point, they're only good because of their history. And in, in, in all honesty, uh, mm-hmm. they haven't shown that they're a good team at all. And we'll get them get to them more later. But it, it's kind of the same song and dance as, as Cloud9, right? I think these two teams are actually so similar. Like, mm-hmm almost identical aside from like you just have more raw mechanical power mid like mid and bot right yeah and like like maybe maybe just like around the map but like i think solo is very similar to licorice in that people were like oh this guy's gonna fucking suck against you know all these likes of Ponser, you know who but he doesn't lose lane I don't know. I don't know how he doesn't do it, but he doesn't lose lane. He gets so much pressure. He gets camped the same as Licorice. He doesn't lose lane, right? Um, so I completely agree. And then Hakuo and Apollo, I've I've said it before and I'll say it again. They're they're solid bot lane. Yeah. Um, I think uh literally sneaky and smoothie are just like the evolution of they're just so much better. Mm-hmm. But like it's a very similar team. I, I see them to be almost I don't want to say identical, but they're like very similar. C9 uh, light, maybe. Yeah, C9 C- exactly. Right yeah, yeah. C C9 Junior, I think, is is the best way. It's like uh best way to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> cloud cloud seven. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I have nothing more to add to that. So we'll just go on to number four, Team Liquid, who is also at six and four with clutch gaming. Focus on letting Ole loose. Liquid might just be trying some different things out right now, but they were at their best this season when they could secure early leads. A lot of those leads came on the heels of Ole and Xsmithy making plays together, but the last two weeks they've looked average at best. To me, it's more likely a slump than an indication they're falling apart, especially when you compare it to the slate. Let's compare it to the slate of the teams below them in the standings. Liquid is sea level and everyone else is drowning. Yeah, <laughs> um, so what do you think about that? I mean, that last sentence, I hard agree. I think a, uh, Team Liquid is still the cutoff point of good teams. Uh-huh. Um, everything below that is, I don't fucking know what's happening. Uh, I think it's easy to understand that Team Liquid had a god-awful week. Uh, two weeks even. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they have they went one and three, um, which they, I mean, they, they shouldn't be going one and three. It's just as simple as that. Uh-huh. Um, with Ole, I think like even watching like squads and stuff, Ole has been kind of like tilted in a sense. He's, I think, getting used to the, the double lift uh needs right uh-huh. and and double lift can be a little bit harsh sometimes and i don't think like he's bad right like i don't think double lift is like oh double lift you're god awful human being like what's wrong with you right it, it literally just feels like it's well what what do we do right why 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 am i why are you not here why are you not doing this why are you not doing that right so it kind of feels like there's a lot of pressure but i also mm-hmm. want to say that you need to get impacts uh sorted i think to me that's even more important than than mm-hmm. Ole making plays because impact is fucking lost. 
Uh, like yeah. it, it, it honestly ha- feels like it's a four v five because of how tilted impact has been, and it just it's a slump. But they're all tilted. I, I hope that they've they've been fixing this this, this week because you know I don't know I don't know what else to to add to that with without like necessarily flaming them, but they they do need to be more proactive for sure. Yeah, I think um in one of the squads videos they or just stuff that I've just digested and seen. Sounds like they're having shot calling issues as well. Mm-hmm. You know, double lift, I think uh he is has been stated to potentially need to be more vocal with his team. And I mean, AD carry is always hard to have shot callers from that role because one, you're on the back of the fight usually and two uh it's just so mechanically intensive if you try talking while you play it's it's really difficult and shot calling is not just like a one person thing but it sounds like they're having a little bit of trouble just kind of figuring out what they're supposed to do just by their play and what they've seen or what we've heard them say and stuff like that and you know ole is not is korean so he's not a native english speaker x smithy i think is really smart but i don't think he's super vocal in teams as well uh, that might be coming out of my ass, but I, I think that's true. So I think they're they're having a little weird identity thing. And then Pole Belter, he's just like, you know, just like put me behind however you need it. I'll just manage. <laughs> yeah. You know, Pole Belter's just a nice guy. Like, sure, you can do that. Sure, you have some gold. That's what I feel like Pole Belter does. And he does a good job uh, still providing value for his team. But yeah, it sounds like there's like an, a little identity crisis that they've hit. And um, yeah, it's, I don't think it's just a Ole, go and do your thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think it's much more than that. And I mean, Double Lift has said like he he is used to being the shot caller, but he doesn't want to do that in this mm-hmm. team. He he originally doesn't want to do that in this team because he feels like he he doesn't want to be make it feel like oh you need to do everything I say, everything's for me, like mm-hmm. the typical like Double Lift perception. Um, and it's understandable. I mean, he he said that it doesn't work at all in international events. So for a team that's shooting for international glory, like you need to start practicing the right way, right? You can't fall in the crutch of we have a double lift. He can shot call us, you know, because he's done it before. And I agree. I mean, I think identity crisis is the best way to to describe it. But if you don't have that, because like, it's it's a best of one, you know, like in a best of three, you might have like the better chance of winning and Team Liquid might be one of those better teams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you don't figure this out soon, I don't know. I don't know if you're really going to fight for much this, this split. Yep, yep. And that might be okay. You know, franchising just started. Uh, a lot of rosters have been going crazy this split. So yeah, we could, they, they might come out strong next split or maybe in a year, but uh, yeah, we'll see how things go. So number five, we have 100 Thieves, which is five and five right now. They say, focus on camp top. Okay, these, these are really weird, dude. But they should focus on camping top. Did Hashinshin write the subtitle for this one? Possibly. The Thieves slide has continued. And if not for some ingenious tactics against CLG, they might have dropped that game too. I think that 100 have a top laner in Someday, who was a first team all NA LCS player last split. And this week, he had poor matchups in both games. Why not set up the draft in such a way that it demands for him to be a carry? They still have some time to work it out, but there is definitely a distinct lack of identity at the moment. I hard agree. Yeah, me too. I almost 100% agree, and it baffles me that you haven't had someday on a carry. 
Yeah. Almost the entire split. If if not the entire split. God damn, Gangplank is running <laughs> wild, dude. Let, let this man play Gangplank. Let this uh-huh. man play Fiora. Like I I like I honestly don't know. Just have him on carries. Like this like someday is the pinnacle of like to me he, last year he was one of the best uh top laners in NA, right? I mean, he was the all NALCS like top laner whatever. Mm-hmm. Um he was great. He was in fucking team Dignitas and he was carrying that team, you know, like when, when the team would be slumping, it's like, well, someday still popped off, you know, they didn't win, but he had like 300 kills. Like if you don't do that, if you don't play to his advantages and like, I mean, I don't think Prolly's an idiot. I actually have so much respect for Prolly, but mm-hmm. like, I am shocked that you have not put this man on like one of his high priority things. I'm not saying he's a bad tank player, but you've put him on Shen. You've put him on like things that like aren't really top like top laners that much. You know, you've put him on Orn. Like just put him on things that are not necessarily gonna win. Like yes, Nar is good, but like Nar is not gonna necessarily win you the game. I don't think Nar is necessarily a carry per se, mm-hmm. right? And unless we see that, like I don't know. Like I think I think we should we definitely should be seeing more. Yeah, more, more him. I mean, I definitely rather see someday on Nar rather than Orn. <laughs> like Orn is just a CC bot yeah, that just soaks sure. up damage, and I guess he can choose to initiate or peel. But yeah, give him some more damage and give him some more like impact throughout the whole like game. And like he's so good. Why aren't you playing around him? Uh, the other thing I would add to this is I think they're just lacking uh, decisiveness. Uh, we mentioned this on the power rankings, or at least I did. I just feel like they're kind of just like, oh, we're going to take the 80% chance play and just wait it out because we can out macro them. Yay. And then games go way too long instead of like finishing it at 25 minutes, 35 minutes. And they're just kind of sitting around letting things happen. And then they like, they counter punch it, but very softly and very sparingly rather than like just going at it and taking that lead. But I think I think they're yeah. also having issues with like how they're supposed to play the game and their identity and like how they want to shot call. That's what it sounds like from their interviews. Like Medios mentioned that and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, there was kind of like a, a tilt that they were just kind of like unsure. And I mean, I agree. I agree. I think I think it's very evident. I think the old, other issue is that um, I mean, just the fact that the game that the first game that Golden Guardians won, right, mm-hmm. was. Allowing into Orn. That's an awful matchup for Orn. And someday, again, he's on the Orn. He's having an awful time. He doesn't get camped when you're supposed to camp the Alawi before she hits mm-hmm. six and get him ahead. Like they didn't do that. They did not play to their advantages at all or like their disadvantages to like fix them out. And that's why they lost that game, in all honesty. Like the Alawi pick was what made that draft like really good. And it's like, well, hell, like. I, I mean, I can't say that you just need to fix up your roster and have someone that's better than Medios, but like at the same time, maybe, you know, like if 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 you're not gonna focus correctly. And again, I don't think Prolly's an idiot. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I think there there are definitely more more than 
meets the eye with with the issues in the team. Yeah, I would I would definitely second that one. All right, so number six we have four and six Fly Quest focus on roster stability. Just as Fly finally cleared his visa hurdles, they started to experiment with a different support player. It's going to be very hard to discover a rhythm like that. So I think the team needs to just commit to something as they make a playoff push here. Fly has played pretty well but they need to give one group of five some time to establish uh, establish synergy. And that's a hard agree. I think that I actually did mention that mm-hmm. in uh, the power rankings. Uh, watch that video if you haven't. Um, <laughs> but it it's so clear to me. JJ is a great player, and I, I will continue saying this. I don't think he's a bad player at all. But changing him in and out with stunt, choose one or the other. Like, I think currently, if you put stunt just because he's had more experience, um, even if it's slight, but it's more experience in the LCS, like, that's good. But the constant change is going to mess up your team. You know, I mean, they played with Keen for what, like three weeks almost, four <laughs> yeah. weeks? And it's like Keen didn't do bad. Mm-hmm. But then you have to change him. You are going to change him for fly. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell you don't. Then you had one week where you changed Ando for shrimp. You lost both games. Like again, I'm all for the experimentation. This is one of the only teams that can do this currently because of how good their academy team is doing and how okay their LCS team <laughs> is doing. Right. Uh-huh. That it's kind of like they're they're in a close enough level where you could like interchange, but goddamn, if you want to go for a playoff push, you have to hard stop, you know. And I think you stop it now. Yeah, it's interesting because <clears throat> maybe Fly Quest's goal isn't to get the playoffs, but it it should be. <laughs> you know, if they want to experiment. Unfortunately, it's not a best of three where you can just swap people out because just like Cloud Nine do with like Ray and Impact, and then do that yeah. with your challenger te- or your academy team and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, we're halfway through the split. You have what uh, eight more games now for every team? I think. Um, yeah. You don't have much time, and FlyQuest isn't a number one team. They're not going to just go into playoffs like whatever. We'll see it at the bottom, and we'll make our way through it. No, no, you're going to be matched up with like you'll be matched up with Clutch Gaming as it is right now. You know, that is yeah. very scary. Um, yeah. And, you need time you need you need synergy you need uh stage stage time and experience for all these players to be playing together uh you <laughs> I, i'm trying to like think like oh they're just thinking long term but man you gotta win it you have to win you know <laughs> you have to win your games you can't just yeah no. i mean I, I would understand if starting off the split you this was your idea because you didn't think you'd be competing against the likes of tsm and and such uh-huh God damn, you are. You can easily make playoffs and snub TSM for making yeah. them. So like play. Like play play to win. You know, play with your highest chance uh of winning. Like yeah. if you're not gonna do so, then I don't know. Like why like then then you can have the argument if you're not gonna do so, we understand that you wanna grow like your your team and stuff, but like then why are you here? You know? Uh-huh. And it, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. And the scary thing is, you know, Echo Fox and Cloud9, they're set. They look really good. They have small things to work on to make themselves better, but they're not, they don't have glaring weaknesses, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Clutch Gaming has proven that they, they don't have glaring weaknesses anymore either. Team Liquid does. TSM does. CLG looks horrible. 
But what if those teams just flip a switch and they like figure their stuff out? TSM actually performs to their expectations. Even if uh, CLG like performed like mediocre, that is still a scary team when you're talking about the sixth spot for playoffs. Because if Team Liquid plays well and TSM plays well suddenly, then you got the first five spots filled with like decent teams, scary teams. Mm -hmm. And then the sixth place spot, 100 Thieves, CLG, um, probably not Optic, but like, FlyQuest is right there and you can't afford these. You got to get these wins when you can get them, when they're quote unquote free or freer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Totally agree with the author on this one. All right. So number seven, like I said, TSM at four and six as well, just like FlyQuest. They say focus on anything. They acquired a new shot caller, a new jungler, a new coach, and this is the result. I continue to be baffled by TSM because I expected them to potentially run the table ahead of the split. The individual talent is there, but they're just not coming together as a team. Right now, TSM just doesn't look like they know what their win condition is in any given game. Or if they do know, then they aren't executing on it. I think they need to be more willing to take aggressive risks. They they have the individual macro talent to manipulate those situations into, into their favor. Otherwise, it's way too early in the year for TSM to already be in world form. Yeah, I mean, a hard agree. I think uh, Rhino is smiling to the gods at this moment. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, he was, he was uh, pretty on point with his prediction of just Mike Young isn't as good as he is. Uh, but even even though, like, I don't think that's the issue, right? Like, yes, you have a new jungler, but it's he's a rookie. You know, he's half half a split, half a split. You know, mm-hmm. or one split total, and that's not good enough to to say, yeah, you're gonna be a world contending team. But you know, you probably weren't able to get Dardock, or you weren't gonna have the risk to get Dardock. You lost the race to Xmithy. Like, where are you gonna pick up? You know, Medios? No. Uh, you can't have Svenskaren, you know, you're going to go for random rookie. Uh, TSM didn't want that, right? They went, they went for Mike Young. But, like, it's not just the, the new guys, right? And I think, like, the focus on anything is right. Like, Bjergsen's not playing to his level at all. Uh, Hanser, I think, is, but he still has some, like, <laughs> awful, like, decision-making and, like, you know, some some really shitty situations that he gets himself into mm-hmm. it's just hard to see like a team that is supposed to be doing well like doing so bad but i think it's just like time but at the same time like i think they they're so <clears throat> like in their heads they're like we need to like win we need to do this you know like they're they're trying to go for other things when and I said this in the power rankings, you need to simplify it. You need to dumb it down. You need to say, how are we going to fucking win a game? Play right? five-man wombo combo. Just do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, like just play something easy. You don't have to go for these crazy things. Mm-hmm. Have Mike Young play a dumb-proof champion. Like, no offense, but, like, why are you going to play Shivana the first game you, you, you're there, you know? Yeah. Uh, if he is having issues with mentality, hire someone like Weldon Green again, mm-hmm. right? Bring someone that's going to actually fix the, those things for you. Bring a mental coach. You know, if they don't have one, I, I just imagine they do. Um, they, they clearly need it. You know, they're just, there's so much disconnect in that team. And Sven, I think he's been playing fantastically, but like he's not smashing lanes per se. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Mithy has been playing lackluster at times and then he has like some good plays and he dies and then, you know, where's the shot calling? The shot calling isn't there. There's a disconnect yeah, with that, yeah. you know? It's true. It's just like, I don't know what's wrong with this team. And I wish I did. I wish I could I could look at fucking any of them and tell them, this is what you need to do to win. And they'd start doing it and they would win. Yeah. But it's just, it's so difficult, right? And I don't know how the atmosphere is necessarily within the team, but I can't imagine it's good. Yeah. Um, And I think there's so much pressure that they just need to say, fuck it. I don't think we're going to win the split, but let's let's play without without fear, right? I think they're playing more to not lose than to win. Yeah, I would at ask, this point. I would love them to play like Echo Fox and like risky and just balls to the wall because like you have Hansu who's playing really, really well. You have Bjergsen who you know is going to play really, really well. Uh, Mike Young who you, like is known for playing aggressive junglers. Uh, Sven and Mithy, I think Sven is like a late game carry that kind of like plays in the back and doesn't like flash forward and have these crazy plays as an AD carry. Um, but he's good. So why not just, just do something crazy and just go tower dive every single turret and like lose some of those, but go after those 30% plays and stop trying to like overthink the macro and stuff like that. I would love them to just go hard because I think their talent is good enough that they will just like brute force and wreck some teams instead of rolling over and dying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, I think, and it's not to say that they they aren't productive uh, at all, but like they've tried to be at the very least. But they they just like at this point, it's like if you're playing, if you keep playing how you're playing, you're you're not gonna make it to playoffs. Nope, I don't think. Nope. Um, and if that's the case, then. Why are you going to keep playing how you're playing? Just play whatever the fuck you want to play. Play like crazy. Like you said, I think like going aggressive, like hell if you lose. But right now, from what I saw last week, I think this team goes 0-2 this week You know, as well. You know, Manny, so. I think you said it right uh, when we recorded for the power rankings that they brought in G2's problems and stuff like that. I think they just want a vacation. <laughs> they want a vacation in Miami and they don't want to play during the finals and semifinals. Yeah, they, it they're out. just gonna. They're just going to go... Oh man! Next split. It's just, Next split. <laughs> it's one of those things that I wish was easier to fix, right? Mm-hmm. But I think Sven and Mithy are really good. There's they no doubt every really single good player good on that team G2, is really good, right? Like, like, yeah, exactly. I mean, they are pro players for a reason, and they're some of the best pro players for a reason. Mm-hmm. And fuck, Song is one of like the best coaches, but there, <laughs> there has to be something with going on with the team itself yeah if it's the team environment which a lot of people have hinted at even Svenskeren has hinted at right that it was just so toxic it was so like hard and hell even Doublelift has said that right and he kind of like thrives in that type of environment because <laughs> yeah. he's so used to like the haters he, uh-huh. he really uh-huh. is like it shows that like there needs to be like yeah it might be your fandom then don't listen to them you know, don't listen to the haters. And it's hard. You know, it's hard for even me playing solo queue. Like, but I guess you just don't, ha- you can't, you can't play that. You have to play without fear and you, you have to play without expectations. You're, you're not keeping the record of always making it to finals. If you do, I'd be a hundred percent amazed. What is it? But you're not. The season with like, like, like that happened, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but like, you know, they've made finals every year. Like, 
they've won it like past three years, uh, past three splits in a row, like or past. Yeah, but I think it's three. a lot. <laughs> I mean, they've they've won, right? But like, yeah, you're gonna have the expectation. But if that's what Andy's hand, uh, like or Reginald is hanging over their head, like that has to disappear. You're not gonna do that. At this point in time, you can't think that that's what you're going to do. Yeah, I think I think one of the big thing about TSM's identity is that they focus on winning worlds when they uh, probably need to focus on making playoffs. You know, I think they're yeah, reaching too far and maybe that's why they're trying to do such complicated stuff and like play it at a high level when they just need to be like, hey, we need to first learn how to like pedal a bike before we go down like a mount, go mountain biking and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think I think. Uh, riding a bike is is a perfect analogy for this, right? We all know that they're all winners. Uh, you know, maybe aside from Mike Young, because mm-hmm. like, but he he's still a good player. But everyone on this team has been a winner, has won an LCS. Then holy shit, you know how to win, but like just tone it back and work as a team, right? Yeah. And I I think there there's a huge disconnect within the players, and I think there's a huge disconnect with the coaching staff. Um, and it's understandable because there is a language barrier, but I think song is, is good. I don't think like he's, he's an idiot. You know, uh, he was able to pull immortals out of the ashes, you know, like brought them to be like one of the best teams. And yes, that was with the help of Smithy as well, but every single player said it was because of song. So Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. There's something else with the team. Yeah. Right. And I think it's, it's a mentality thing. Cool. All right. So number eight, we have CLG at three and seven. Focus on objectives. I actually think this squad has been really good at team fighting. They could be down 10k gold and they'd still have a shot in a fight because their core positions around each other. They their core positions around each other very well. Okay, that's that's weird. Okay, anyway, and their styles complement each other. But their map movement right now seems to be based on randomly randomly pinging off pinging the minimap. I think part of Stixay's gaffes this year may be tied to him trying to shot call more often. They may very well find themselves at the bottom of the standings this week if they don't figure out their macro play. I wish I could say it was macro play. <laughs> um, I'm going to I'm gonna slightly disagree. Mm. Um, I think you can flip a coin and do you have the same probabilities of that coin landing heads as Stixay showing up? If Stixay does show up, yes, this team is decent at team fights, but then it also, well, where's Rainover? What is he doing? Did he die yeah. already? You know? Uh, I mean, Fevin explained it really well, like week <laughs> three. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. They just kept dying. Um, and I think like that's that's very evident. I mean, just objective control, I agree. They they kind of lost that to 100 Thieves. That's why they lost, right? Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's it's a, it's a three-man army, pretty much. And they are decent at team fighting, but I don't think they're amazing. I think they need to fix a lot more than that. Yeah, I mean, um, in the 100 Thieves CLG game this past week, Rainover was hitting some really nice Sejuani alts onto Aphromu on Bard, and like they're winning a lot of fights because of that. And I was actually, yeah, I was impressed. I'm like, CLG looks like they're doing well. But I don't know how you fix like these weird just... They have mistakes. They're not consistent. 
right? Six A just walking into mm-hmm. an enemy team, rain over, just turret diving for no reason. Like these are things that just kind of just show a bad player, which is it's really weird because I think if you talk about solo queue, like a difference between like a challenger and like a diamond is just like they diamond just keeps screwing up. They keep taking bad trades or they go to Baron for no reason and these kind of things. And that's why I see with CLG. It's not that they're objective or team fight. I feel like they just keep making these big blunders that are just like, you know, you just question mark ping them over and over again because it's what were they thinking? And I don't exactly know how you fix that because I don't think it's like um, bad macro idea. Just Marinover went way too far into the jungle for like no good reason and like just like brain farted or stick say like there was no reason like oh stick say was moving forward because his tank line is gonna move forward no that's not what happened oh like maybe he misclicked or forgot like his s button was unbinded or something like something just weird happened and again i don't know mm-hmm. how you really fix that maybe play more solo queue and get better i, I don't know um i'm kind yeah, of the uh, same way in tsm we're just like focus on something i don't, I don't know <laughs> yeah i think i think uh they're in very similar situations and I don't think it's team fighting again. I mean, when TSM played against CLG, TSM stomped them, right? Yeah. And they stomped them by team fighting. Mm-hmm. So I don't think team fighting is, is necessarily what you have to uh, think about. So I, I disagree, but I don't know. All right. I don't know exactly what to, to focus on. <laughs> yeah. as well. A little harder at the bottom of the barrel right now. So number nine, we have also tied at three at seven with CLG. Um, or only, they're the only ones tied with CLG right now. Uh, Optic Gaming, focus on hitting the Nexus. Oh, that's just, that's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> Truly an unlucky ending to their match against Fly. Optic is struggling to win to get wins but at least they aren't rolling over in their losses a few things swinging this way or that and this team could easily be over a hundred uh 500 on the split i feel like people call for roster swaps for this team more than any other team the stats certainly don't favor lemonation or zig but raw stats like kda and cs fail to adjust for things like jungle proximity or lane matchup something's not quite clicking though this team though this team is a this is a team of veterans who have much higher aspirations than being simply being not last. I think the main thing you need to focus on is that you need to replace nations. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Are you? Uh, I don't. I don't think you're kidding. Or maybe Acadian I, uh, do. I, no, I think I think Acadian isn't that big of an issue. I think Acadian, okay. like Acadian, the thing is hit or miss. I think Lemonation is a big issue in the the two man lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, at the same time, like I agree. Like the team, I've and I've I've made a case for them a lot of times now. I think that the team is not as bad as their record shows. They don't just lose games. They don't get fucking stopped, right? Uh-huh. Like they show resistance. They've Played long ass games like beginning of the season. It's it's been it's been good. It's been good to watch them, but like I agree, like they there's just small things that you they they don't do. Like they weren't able to finish off a game because they forced too hard and ended up dying at the Nexus when the Nexus would have like I think 200, 300 HP, and it's yeah. just like, well, that's unfortunate. And then just mm-hmm. immediately went back and lost, right? Yeah. So I agree. I mean, I, I guess like it is mean just to say like 
and focus on hitting the Nexus because I don't think like they had a chance. I need to. I would need to rewatch it, but I don't think they had a chance. Yeah, but. I, th- I think they played it pretty much as best as they could, especially in those like crazy situations. Like you can you can always find two hundred damage somewhere, but they're pretty much like busting through a whole team trying desperately yeah, I, claw at that ne- Nexus. I, I, I didn't think it was the right call to just force it, but. I don't know. I mean, again, I think Zig is is not playing that well. Zig could very well be the worst of uh, the worst of the best in in terms of league players, right? League professionals and the yeah, worst top laner, probably at least with all the ten teams. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's tough, and I think even Laura Low, uh, who who is in a lower rated team, is actually better. Yeah. But I mean, again, I I don't I think it's always a cop out to just say you need to replace this player, replace that player. Like, if they could, they would. I'd argue. Mm, yeah, good point. You know, like uh, I mean, it, it's the same as drafts. Uh, and I'll I'll make this quick analogy. If like people say, oh, this this draft was trash and stuff. Maybe it wasn't that bad. It's just how the team played it that made it look awful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? They had a clear objective and they just didn't play to it. And I think sometimes that's what Optic has, right? They they went on on some weird champions, but again, I think I think currently how the teams have been playing, I think Optic is going to be TSM this week if mm. if they keep going how they went last week, right? Because that's how close it was against Fly, right? So I think Optic could beat TSM. Um, and easily, if depending on how tilted DSM is, right? So, yeah. um, and and so I, I think, I mean, Power of Evil has proven me wrong, and I'm, I'm glad that he has, right? I said that he was going to look like he did with Origin, where he was just a mess. <laughs> he, he initially, he kind of did, but then, you know, he, he's not like just throwing, he's not trying to like 1v9 carry necessarily. I think he's doing a decent job. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see as the meta changes to more mid centric. How how well this team performs? Because mm-hmm. I think they could even be better. Yeah, I mean personally, I I do think it's rosters. You made a good point. Like, what is available out there anyway? Um, but there's so many people saying that, so I'm just not going to go into that. I think it's rosters mm-hmm. anyway. So the number ten team, two and eight, is Golden Guardians. Focus on getting to the mid game. Whenever they don't get randomly killed in the lane phase, this team has actually looked decent compared to other teams. They're decisive. Though sometimes this backfires too, and team fights as well, and team fight and team fight well. They generally don't rely on fancy tactics. They'll wait for good flanks and then fight. Chaining a couple of wins together will be good for their confidence. Sometimes that's the biggest blocker for players like Loralu. Anyway, you can't have a good comeback story if you don't start two and eight or so. <laughs> All they have to do in the second half of the split, don't go two and eight. How hard could that be? <laughs> I mean, uh, first of all, it's impossible because there's only eight games. There hey, you go. Hey. <laughs> yeah, um, the thinker here. I agree. I, I've I've said this, and I mean, it's not just because I interviewed with the team, but I do think that Golden Guardians, like, they have an on all in a squad, and it's bad, right? Uh-huh. But. Bad. I'm going to use quotes on this. It's bad. I think Lorlo's a lot better than people think he is. And I think mm-hmm. Maz a lot be- better than what people think he is. They've proved that in both their wins. Definitely as a rookie, I think like that's their biggest weakness. Mm-hmm. 
if he performs well, he plays well, right? Like he does well. Contracts is a fucking beast. <laughs> yeah. And then Hyde just knows how to shot call. And I think that, that that's where some of the decisiveness comes in, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I think they they all talk as a team. I think Matt is actually a big voice in the comms I've heard. He you always hear him. He's like, we can go in on this guy, this guy, this guy, right? And then it's like they're very clear, like clearly together, which you don't say that about Team Liquid, right? Like <laughs> which they beat. Like, I don't think this team is that awful, right? They are professionals, so mm-hmm. They'll kick my ass any day of the week, right? <laughs> uh, like, I don't think it's fair to just say that they're they're so bad. It's like, oh, why didn't they get international players? Why didn't they get this? And again, it's just maybe they tried. Maybe they were there's players that are like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think this team after the loco issue just kind of like where like well everything's against us. We we don't have anything to lose, right? We're already dead last. We don't have anything to lose and. I think that benefits them a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they don't, they don't have anything to lose that they they can't get relegated. You know, they can't do this. They can't do that. So what if you have finished 10th? I don't think they will. Actually, I think CLG has a better chance of finishing 10th <laughs> than they do. And it's going to be, I mean, it's, it's not like an easy thing, but I agree. I think like they just need to clean up their game a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, if they, I think because your strength is shot calling and decisiveness, I think the author's right. Just getting there, making sure you don't lose your lanes, making or lose your lanes too hard because these guys are probably outshined in every single position, and yeah. maybe even shot calling. Uh, maybe we'll see how good their shot calling is, but they're so far yeah. behind. Like, what what can they do, right? So, um, yeah, I think you hit that. Uh, head of the nail on this one. Minus the don't go two and eight. No, but all right. So, uh, anything else you want to say about these teams? Uh, not really. I think the the last thing I actually want to touch on the <laughs> on the match preview, uh-huh. which he does like he oh, picks yeah, yeah. one match. You could have picked any other match, <laughs> and it would have been more interesting than TSM, TSM versus, versus Echo, Echo Fox. Yeah, I now, what he says is true. <laughs> Could this be a symbolic nail in the coffin for TSM? I don't think this is the best match to watch. Um, I don't, I don't know the exact schedule, so I can't go off the top of my head. So but like, I will say ahead. my probably what I'm looking forward to is Golden Guardians versus Optic. You have Team Liquid versus FlyQuest. Um, like you mentioned, TSM versus Optic could be really interesting as well. FlyQuest mm-hmm. versus 100 Thieves because they're like right next to each other. Uh, I don't really care about the Echo Fox Team Liquid match because I don't think Team Liquid's going to bounce back hard enough this this uh, this week. Uh, CLG versus Golden Guardians would be pretty interesting. And Cloud9 versus Clutch Gaming is probably the, the very important match. That's my match of the week yeah. right there. Golden uh, Clutch Gaming versus uh, C9. C9. I think that 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 is to me the the best. I think also like hell, even the Echo Fox Team Liquid is a better choice than this the, the TSM one. I mean, again, if if TSM loses, I mean, if TSM wins, like I I don't know, dude. Like I would already ra- said, I would I already already said I'd dye my hair if CLG <laughs> makes playoffs. I don't know. I I don't know if I can just dye my hair if they win the game, but like. Oh man, it's just, I don't know. To me, it's not the interesting uh, 
the most interesting of, of them all. If I'm looking for a TSM matchup, TSM versus Optic is probably going to be really, really interesting because you have the whole thing about Power of Evil versus Bjergsen. Yeah. Yet and again, then yeah. Um, just, yeah, how bad is TSM and how good is Optic Gaming? Like the big question, like... Um, yeah, that, I yeah. mean, that's a closer gap than Echo Fox. For, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, just, I just thought it was funny that you chose that. And yeah. like, I understand why it's like, yeah, well... TSM realistically don't win that match. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think like you, you that's your match to watch for or mm-hmm. anything like that. But all right, cool. So that is it for this episode of the Eye of the Watchers podcast, where we give you all the insight, all the insight and support you need. Get hyped about League of Legends esports. We will see you guys next time. Bye.